Hey, welcome to Rings a Bell. This is actually the sixth episode, but I am uploading this very, 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 very late. So deep apologies for that. I'm really sorry. Um, it's because, you know, uni deadlines, they took over and I wasn't able to get this edit done because what I did was this was my very first episode with a guest for the whole episode. And while the music was talking, we were and while the music was playing, we were talking throughout it. So at the end of the episode, I basically said this. Anything we have to cut out of the episode f- mm-hmm. that's like supposed to be one hour. Mm-hmm. Do you want to put... Is it okay if we put it in the podcast edit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds Sick. good. And so that's exactly what's happened. Um, I've taken all of the stuff that we've said, all of the appropriate stuff that we've said while music was playing, and I've, um, I've brought, and I've included it in this episode. So if you ever hear any speech while there's no background music, it's because that's what we were saying while the song was playing. And if you do hear, uh, and if you do hear people talking with background music that was the normal segment stuff so this is an extended cut of rings a bell featuring tian ni one of my friends who is very well versed in music theory and so she was able to help me out with this synesthesia themed episode as always there is a playlist that's attached to this you can find it on my facebook page uh at rings a bell radio and then um is there anything else i need to say Mm, no i don't think so sorry again for the delay Um, if anyone was waiting. Enjoy this one, and I'll put up the seventh episode very soon, because that one is also a little bit overdue. Thanks for listening again. This is Rings a Bell. My name's Aller. I'll see you on the other side. Hello. Hello. This is Rings a Bell. My name's Aller. I have my friend Tian with me here today for the whole episode. But let's play some music first. There we go. (laughs) Finally. Nice. Okay, so I won't. I'll cut all of this out while the song is playing. I kind of figured. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, th- this is the first song. Mm. It is called Stainless mm. by The Game featuring Anderson Park. Mm. Yeah, this is this is my first time recording like constantly for the whole thing <laughs> with so, someone else. Yeah, with someone, hey. let alone with someone else. So this is a lot of this is an experiment. No worries. Yeah. It'll be fun. Have you have you recorded anything before? Uh not a podcast and mm. not again si- similar to you not something so long for the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. I submitted a warranty claim for the microphone, so that was fun. <laughs> because it wasn't working properly. Because it keeps, keeps like developing static. Oh, I see. Cuz like the first five seconds of the recording was super clean and then the next oh. the last five seconds are always super staticky damn that sucks mm. yeah you can still hear the music yeah yep hello yep tian yeah yeah i'm still tian? here yeah i'm still here oh okay cool you can still hear the music right yep Okay, good. Because last time, like, I've done this thing where I was, like, playing music and Discord would cut it off because they knew it was Spotify. Oh, really? But seems to be fine here, so we're all good. Jokes. That's funny. Mm. Let's see. Is it because my sensitivity settings are low? No, my sensitivity settings are low. Hmm. 
strange. So it shouldn't have any effect on the sound. Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, no, my input volume is on high. Ah. So it should be fine. <laughs> Autom- I have automatically determined input sensitivity. Do you want me to turn that off? Um. Yeah, just turn it off for now, just in case. Okay. All right, we got a minute left. Cool. Ah, so basically, if I'm quiet, then it actually won't pick up anything. Hmm. Which makes the call really clean. Actually, it means it that does. none of the noises yeah. come through. Yeah, that's true. Okay, there's about twenty seconds left. Ah, uh, you can't hear the claps yeah, because I, they're too fast. I, no, I I heard that. I heard oh, the you claps. Did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know then. <laughs> oh, it, maybe it's because right. I turned off the automatically determined mm-hmm. input sensitivity. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna speak over this. So that was Stainless by the game featuring Anderson Park. And if you're new to the show, this is Rings a Bell, a show about music and musings. My name's Aloe, I'm the host, and today I have a guest co-host with me. Tian, would you do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, yes. Hello, my name's Tian. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hello. So for someone who doesn't know anything about you, Ah, yes. What do you think you could possibly say to give context? Right, yes. Hi, my name is Tian. I'm a PhD student at the University of Melbourne, and I'm originally from Canada. Yeah. How, how, do, how do we know each other? So, ah. so, to me, Tian is my MD, basically. Hey. Um, but this, is only, this has only happened for a couple of months. Before that, she was just a fellow member in a music club that we're both in. Am I allowed to plug this? This is uh, Apollo Music Society. Um, and <laughs> so Tian leads a, an acapella group in our club called Acapolo, and I recently joined that this year, so I've gotten to know her quite well. We are still running through lockdown, which is a really cool thing. We have rehearsals over Zoom, um, and we just stay in touch over a lot of video calling, yeah. voice calling. So, yeah, um, and over the past few months, we've just been talking about a lot of things. Um, not only have we been just discussing our own repertoire, but also um, a lot of chess uh, on, on your end. Um, I'm not that <laughs> a great lot of... at chess. I'm very good at dying yeah. in chess. <laughs> yeah, and then a lot of uh, coronavirus because we're one of the few med-based we students are? in in the club well actually active a- active okay yeah yeah there's a lot of med based students in our club but a lot of them are too busy and can't mm. um join calls and stuff but for some reason so, we are <laughs> so when alo says md it's not medical doctor but rather music director oh, that's, oh my god that's <laughs> so i am not to make, actually <laughs> i am not in fact a doctor doctor i am studying towards a doctorate in medical yes, sciences, but it does uh, that does not mean that I can treat your problems. So please that's do not okay. come to me. And have I mentioned MasterChef yet? Oh my oh god, no. I keep I keep talking to you about that as well. But today we are not going to be talking about any of those things. We're going to be talking about something called synesthesia. If you guys have been here from the beginning. 
uh, synesthesia is something that I brought up from the very first episode. It's this weird condition. I don't want to call it a condition. It's a weird like bonus perk that my brain has and I don't understand it. And for years I've been trying to find someone with enough music theory who can help me figure it out. And I think Tian might be the closest thing Hello. to that. I may or not have... Itself. <laughs> So just a little bit of background for my music side. I do a lot of piano and I also play a lot of other instruments and I do a little bit of singing, but I don't actually have a degree in music per se. So I don't have a bachelor's. I just happen to like music a lot. And I happen to have taken some music exams back in the wonderful world of Canada, where it is currently still snowing, whereas <laughs> Here, you know, no snow, but it's still winter, or well, almost yeah. winter. Canada is almost summer and there's still snowing, so you know. Oh my god, that's actually crazy. Yeah. So the first song that you heard, uh, Stainless, it's a, it's a rap track, which is something that I don't listen to very often. If anything, it usually gets passed to me from my friends, but I actually have no idea how I found this song. It might have just been through a Discover playlist. Regardless, it embodies one of the colors in my spectrum of synesthesia really well. It's it's a very like dark red, um, kind of browny kind of color, so I just call that rust. Um, and yeah, I, as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure it's an A minor, and that's yeah. kind of linked. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah, sick. That's kind of linked to one of the perks of having this condition when it comes to music and colors. I'm going to explain that in the next song so that you can keep listening to some music. The next song is called Purple Eyes by The Knox featuring Phoebe Ryan. I know it says purple, but the color that I actually see when I listen to this is like an orangey brown like fire kind of color. I don't know why. Let's just listen to it. All right. Yeah, there's way too many like keys that I associate with this color. Vibe. So like, mm. yeah. So it might not just so... be keys, but rather just a certain feel or a certain kind of a... mm. Mm. maybe a couple of specific chords that you all asso- you associate all of those chords. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what's really frustrating? What? Speaking of Master Chef, I'm on Twitter <laughs> and I keep getting Master Chef spoilers. It's so no! annoying. You just gotta stay off it. Like I, I, I stopped like going on Instagram. Like I skip through my friends' Snapchats if they post something MasterChef related. Oh man, I stopped posting my MasterChef things on Instagram because of this. Because <laughs> I'm oh, like, man. somehow I'm ahead of you, and I also pulled ahead of my friend in Canada. Oh shit! So I'm like, bruh, please. Yeah. <laughs> So she fought. Wait, where are you at? I I caught up a little bit yesterday. I watched three episodes. So the last thing I watched was um, Amina going home. Okay, yeah. So you know Amina went home. Yeah, Yeah, so. It was pretty sad. Yeah, Twist Week, man. She was yelling at me for it. And I was like, why do you think I was so desperate to yell at you for it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Hmm. Although I did see a very fun um, MasterChef backs- backstage? Backstage uh, spoiler-ish. Tell me about it. Tell me about it later. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Do I want to know spoilers? I don't want to know spoilers. Don't tell me about it. (laughs) Alright, this song is about to end. 
What song is so this? Oh, right, yeah. This is Purple, Purple Eyes. Eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you want to introduce this song to you? That was well, Purple Eyes by The Knox featuring Phoebe Ryan. Indeed it was. And as I said before, even though it's called purple, my brain for some reason refuses to acknowledge that and it just sees it as fire. Um, and that's because the way that my synesthesia works is it links colors and music, but in terms of the key signature. And how the hell do you see colors when you're listening to music? Well, the explanation of synesthesia that Google will give me is the production of a sense impression relating to one sense or part of the body by stimulation of another sense or part of the body. Okay. Is there a layman's way to explain this? Basically, you see something and then you feel, or one input will give you two different kinds of outputs. Yeah. Oh, that works. That works so well. Wow. Okay. So you hear yeah. something and you hear it, but you also see it. Or you eat something yeah. and not only do you taste it, you also see it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I I looked I I was looking at the Wikipedia for this as well, and there were quite a few um, examples. Yeah. One of them was like, it's not even just your five senses; it's also like oh, spatial. Yeah. Oh yeah, spatial cool. and then pain. So there's yeah. actually one oh very God, interesting study where they knocked out pain receptors in mice, and then those mice had activation in their sound and like sight oh areas of God. the brain. So. Holy shit. There, there's a lot of different kind of relationships between just one input, one output. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know anyone else personally with synesthesia? Like personally, no. But okay, it could also just been that it never came up in conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So mine again is just colors and music, um, and I've no- I've noticed patterns. Right. So what I've done is um, it used to all just be in my head until about 2017 and then I decided to start categorizing these colors to try and really figure out what's going on and I have basically a massive folder of playlists in my library and I just have palettes and palettes and palettes wow and the one that very yeah. colorful that does that one have four colors yeah right so I'm gonna talk about this four colored one later okay. but at the moment you're currently looking at this one I've called it 716 because I didn't want to bias myself with the connotation of fire um, and 716 is the Pantone color for this so <laughs> yeah purple eyes is the very first song in my like orangey fiery playlist and then there are other songs in here that are in slightly different keys but for some reason give me the same color so this is the one of the playlists that confuses me a lot but uh, we figured out that this one's in b minor at least so i try to make some notes before there we go mm. d major a major b minor maybe f sharp minor too i don't really know if any of those have any connections do you think do they so b minor and sorry what was the other ones a major a major d major, d major. f sharp minor that's what I've noticed. Well, they all have sharps, so that's one thing. B minor and D major are relative majors and minors, so Ooh. they're related to each other. Yeah. D major will have two sharps, F sharp and C sharp. The B minor also has two sharps, F sharp and C sharp. Um, so there's that relationship there. 
Yeah. And then D major to A major also somewhat have a relationship with each other in the sense that D major is three sharps. Ah,、uh, sorry, D major is two sharps, and A major is three sharps. So A major、yeah. just has one additional sharp more than D. So it has F, C, and then G sharp on top of that. Are they the same sharps? Yeah. So D major and A major has the same sharps, except A major has one more. Oh, okay. So A major will have G sharp on top of the ones that D major has,、mm. and then when you mentioned F sharp minor, that was also quite interesting because F sharp minor is the relative minor of A major. So F sharp、oh. minor has three sharps. It has F sharp, C sharp, and G sharp. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So there is kind of a little bit of a connection. Yeah, kind of a little bit. That's probably why I keep seeing like multiple shades as well, because it's not just orange. Like it, there's like bits of brown. Sometimes、mm-hmm. it gets a bit red,、um, but yeah, it's it's mainly just fire. That's the only way I can think of explaining it.、Mm. Um, and the reason why I was even able to identify some of these keys is well, there's actually an explanation in Wikipedia which I can read again. So the type of synesthesia that I have, which is sound and color, is Also known as chromesthesia, and doesn't just have to be music. This doesn't really apply to me as much, but some people can hear it with just like noises, so like doors opening, people、mm-hmm. talking could have different colors. Mine's just mine's just purely music. It says here, people with synesthesia related to music may also have perfect pitch because their ability to see and hear colors aids them in identifying notes or keys, which is definitely something that I can do. A lot of people will tell me that I have perfect pitch, and I'm kind of like, uh, I don't really know. I I sometimes it's just memory.、Mm. And then again, perfect pitch can also kind of be trained in the sense that it is sort of. Yeah. A ear memory kind of yeah, that's、training. true. I think I just need more music training to really use it properly.、Mm. I can save that for another day. Yeah, <laughs> one day I'll figure it out eventually. Practice Maybe you can teach、hours. me. Practice forty hours.、Yeah. I don't. Lingling forty ha- hours. <laughs> Lingling forty hours. Yeah, but、oh, I、yes. don't even have perfect pitch, so it's a lot of effort. You have like relative though, right? Relative pitch, yes, but relative pitch is also something that I have to work on consistently. Ah, okay, yeah. So if you sing、yeah. me a note and tell me what it is, and then sing me another note, then yeah, I can work out based on what that first note is, what the、mm. other one is. So that's relative pitch. Perfect pitch is、yeah. you just plonk a note and you can know immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, let's move on to the next track.、Uh, so I said that the fire playlist was confusing, right? I also have another thing in my library called oil spill. And oil spill is when I get so confused by what I'm listening to that I cannot even see, like not even a palette. It's just like a muddle of colors. And this one, this next song that I'm gonna play, is really freaking weird because it's mostly a combination of blue and green. But then every now and then there's like a splash of brown. I cannot explain why it happens. I don't know if it's because they're just using like unconventional melodies or something, but it just messes with my head. But I like it. <laughs> so this is a song called "Prophet" by King Princess. I wonder how we're going for time. <laughs> oh, we're definitely gonna go over. That we'll figure this out. I'm gonna cut that out because I said I was already gonna cut it out.
So what color do you see now? It's currently blue-green, but when this harmony comes in, it sounds like weirdly brown. It's the it's yeah it's it's the embellishments during the chorus that like mess with my head, but the rest of the song is totally fine. Da 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 da. That part. Mm, yeah. And also here. Oh, and then also the bridge. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that makes sense, because the bridge is in D major. Ah. So D major is your kind of orange fire color, right? Yeah. 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 And now it's back to the blue-green. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then it changes colors here. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's just like shifting between major and minor. Well, so this part is in D major, but also there's B flat major in it. Ah, okay. And then it switches quite a bit. Yeah. It's an interesting song. All right, we're almost 30 seconds left. Alright, that was Prophet by King Princess. You're listening to Rings a Bell on Radio Fodder. Okay, so the bit that messes with my head is the, is the chorus, and while we were listening to the song, um, what, what did you say was going on to you? So, let's start with the beginning of the song. The beginning of the song is in D minor, so you hear a chord that sounds like D, E, D, F, A, a little bit kind of that sound. Mm-hmm sad-ish, a little bit of a downer sound. Yeah. And then at the verse, the part where you say that it sounded a little bit strange and a little bit more brown, it goes into D, F sharp, A, so then it's a little bit more of a happy sound. And that's kind of that shift between a minor and a major key. And yeah. With keys, there's a lot of differences there. With D major, there's two sharps. It's C sharp and F sharp. With D minor, there's one flat. It's B flat. Yeah. So that might be what you're hearing. And then that's yeah. how your brain is interpreting the colors in that there's the sad sound-ish that you associate with this color. And then there's that slightly happier sound where you associate with another color. Yeah. It's strange how, like, even though it's the same bass, which is D, mm-hmm. the change from major to minor is like, is a compl- like, you know, blue and orange or brown are like, are they complementary colors? Because, like, you shouldn't be, like, they say that you shouldn't be putting blue and orange together because oh, they're yes. on, like opposite sides yes. of the color wheel. Blue and orange yeah. are complementary. Uh, blue and orange, red and green, yellow and yeah. purple. Yes. Yeah. I don't get a lot of um, yellow songs. I don't get. I don't get too much green. Green. I just get more like blue greens. Mm. Purple is a big thing. 
Mm. Red, red is not common, but brown red is quite big. Mm. I don't know where. I don't know if that's just because like my brain just doesn't get to those colors, or because I just haven't found the right songs. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't understand this. You know, you know how you said that. You you said don't come to me with with your problems. But the thing is, you're solving my musical problems right now, so it's kind of, it's kind of working out. Alright. Yeah. Okay. So the next song is a pop track. But it's also made me realize that I don't actually know what your music taste is when it comes to stuff outside acapella. Me? Yeah. I don't really... What kind of stuff do you listen to? I don't really have much of a music taste in the sense that I listen to anything. <laughs> So today okay. I was listening to some rap before I decided to um, switch playlists and then go listen to some musicals. Sometimes uh-huh. I'll listen to pop. Sometimes I'll listen to songs that are in a completely different language that I can't sing along to, and then I'll try and butcher <laughs> it as I try and karaoke my way through. Oh, I see. So it really that. just kind of like goes with the flow. Some days mm. feels like a piano day, and other days feel like the apocalypse, but in opera form. So who knows? Nice, nice. We'll get to some pop then. To be honest, I used to hate this song. I should have put this in my episode last week about songs that I hated until a memory happened, but I couldn't fit it in. And this song is the epitome of my light blue green vibe playlist, which is. A lot of B flat major, which yes, this song is B flat major. This is um, "What Lovers Do" by Maroon Five, featuring SZA. There we go. Okay, I described this playlist like as in like I added the description for this as well. Where is it? It's this one. Three, four, six. Yeah, that. F and B flat. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. F and B flat. F has one flat, it's B flat, and B flat has two flats, it's B flat and ah, E flat. I see. Does it change color for you at any point? Not really. Yeah. Because the chords don't really change. Mmm. <laughs> At least with Prophet, it was actually quite interesting because it also used G minor and um, G major. Uh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, that could also contribute to another layer of the colors changing for you. Mm. Yeah. And this one is very straightforward four-chord song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In... What is this? I don't know. Yeah, no modulation in it whatsoever. (laughs) So, Tien, do you like Maroon 5? I do, sort of, in the sense that I like the songs when I hear them, but I don't actively go seeking out their songs. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just became popular and then everyone just listened to them because they were popular. But I might be offending a lot of fans if I say that, so I'm not going to continue much further. <laughs> I will say, though. Keep digging <laughs> that hole. Say, I will say, though, they felt like 
I think one of the reasons why I don't really like their music so much anymore and why I didn't like the song at first is because it's just so simple. Like, and, but not like a good simple. I, I, don't, I don't really know. But this song was just straight up blue green. Like, you could call it turquoise even. Mm. And it, and we, it didn't change yeah, at all, unlike the previous song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't try and modulate, which means to go into another key. So it doesn't try to change any part of its fundamental chords. It's the same four chords throughout, and that's it. That's okay. I mean, you got to have them at some point. <laughs> yeah. So the memory that made me actually start liking this song was... Um, I was in, I was in a rehearsal for a performance, and this song was being used as warm-up music. Um, and that should have just been the end of the story but then this happened to be one of the last rehearsals before the performance and we decided to surprise the choreographer with a present and I just remember while we were giving him that and while everyone was like you know being all happy and cheerful this song was playing in the background and I took my phone out took a video of it and so every time I watch that video you can hear the song in the background and so that's that's the memory that's the direct memory that I linked to this that's song. That's a nice yeah. mo- that's a nice memory. Yeah, and now I don't hate it anymore. So I, I, I guess there's that. Cured you yeah. of your hatred. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So the next song that we're going to be listening to is a quick little classical number. So it's a song from an American composer named Amy Beach. She's one of the first American female composers to actually make a name for herself. And she's unique in that she also experiences synesthesia related to keys. So for her, each key has a different color. Uh, Some of them are green, some of them are black, and some of them are white. And she composes to that key color that she sees. So this particular song that you're about to hear is inspired by a Shakespeare quote, which goes, Fairies, black, grey, green, and white, you moonshine revelers and shades of night. And the reason why she chose that is because the keys associated in the song are the black color for A minor, and then the white color of C major, and then the green color of A major. Of course, with synesthesia, it's all very individualized to the person, so what Amy saw will not be the same as what Aloe sees. Yeah, definitely not. But wait, wait, you said you said black and I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Black was always considered a very dark color, well, obviously, but mm. um, in music-wise, minors are also considered very dark keys, True. so that's why for her, A minor was a black color, whereas for you, you might not asso- have the same association. But it would be interesting to see if you also kind of get the feel of mixing colors because she doesn't actually have a color for grey. She played A minor and C major together and mixed that black and white key into grey. Yeah. So wait, you're you're telling me that she thinks A minor is black and C major is white? Mm Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain my side of that later, but let's just listen to this track now. I've never listened to this before, so I don't know what I'm gonna expect. Let's hear it. 
should I try and point out when I expect you to have color changes? Okay. It's just straight up. Oh no, it's not even that. It's mostly like rusty and there are And now it should green. be changing here now. Uh-huh. Yeah. They've gone into the like the D major vibe or whatever. Close. Close. A major. A major. Oh yes, it's true. Okay, that's purple. <laughs> and then it's back to orangey brown. Mm-hmm. Because it's A major. rusty mm -hmm. um, but more brown mm -hmm. but it is kind of messing with me a little bit because because that little cadence over there was a little bit strange yeah I can't, I can't explain it mm. well that was that was strange <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that would go straight into my oil spill playlist because I think I, I saw reds, browns, there was a bit of purple in there, there was a bit of green. Mm -hmm. That's that's way too many colors for me. And it's two minutes only? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> nice and short and sweet, right? It is, yeah. And gets really gets all the colors going, really activates mm. the brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. You, um, you guys weren't here when this happened, obviously, but before, the, like, part of the reason why I was like, Tian, I need you on the show, was because we did have a chat about synesthesia a couple of weeks ago, and she played me this. How long was the piece? Oh my god, was it like 20 minutes? Uh, well, technically, the full song with all three movements would have been somewhere around 20 minutes. But I only yeah. played you the first movement of oh Sonata Pathetique, which yeah. was, I would say around five to seven. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it depends on how fast a person plays it. Some people like to play it faster, some people like to play it slower, so it's about seven minutes. Yeah, and um, what happened was she asked me to tell her what colors I was seeing, and this had never happened before, but I was just like talking out loud thinking out loud and then at some point you started predicting what I would hear what I would see yes. and that like blew my mind because no one's ever done that before so yes. that was that was pretty insane because mm, it really shows that uh, what you're see hearing and what you're seeing is a result of the keys because yeah. I can tell from the sheet music where the key modulation is about to happen and then you see the corresponding color change yeah then tell me can you explain this one because this is where my grapes playlist comes in. I called it grapes because this is a combination of purple and green. <laughs> I do not understand it. It is something that just came up while I was... I, I realized that this palette existed in my head after I started categorizing my playlists. So before I started um, actually recording stuff down, 
it was just a lot of like rust colors, a lot of um, blue greens and some purples and that was it. And now I have like 20 different playlists of different palettes for some weird reason. I don't know if I placeboed myself into it or because maybe now that I'm paying more attention I can notice more things. Could be, could be either. Yeah. So you want to know why you see the strange combination or I I don't even know if I don't even know if anyone will be able to explain this. It's just one of the weirdest things cuz green and purple are not they just don't go together <laughs> at all. But for some reason that's what I hear yeah. in a lot of these songs. So I'm going to play you one of them. This is Second Nature by Stalking Gia. I picked this one cuz it's just one of my favorite songs in general anyway. I love the vibe. It's, uh, someone described it in the YouTube comments as Tame Impala cross Britney Spears and it kind of makes sense <laughs> so I'm going to play it now you can hear it right? yep sick Does it keep the same color throughout, though? Mm. Mostly. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just that this specific... Key is weird. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it just triggers two colors at the same time for yeah. no reason. But what really gets, like, it's... What really confuses me is that there are multiple keys in this palette again. So if we have it time, could, it, I might actually... Okay. Hmm? It could also just be that it's a key that you don't normally hear a lot of music in, so you don't usually yeah. associate it with a lot of things. Because mm. it's not C-sharp. It's not? Uh, yeah, it's not C-sharp. What is it? Uh, F-sharp, G-flat. Fuck. So it's close. Like, C-sharp is Wait. only, like... One extra sharp away. Oh. But like, oh. it's not C sharp. Okay. You think it, you feel it's C sharp because the note that you hear is C sharp. Mm. But, so you hear the. At the. Oh. Actually, explain this to me when. When um after after the song. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. This is something that I wanted to talk about earlier, but I cut out because I didn't think we had time. Okay, cool. But yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like you hear that background wong sound. Yeah. That that one. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so that was uh, what was it? So that, <laughs> so that was, was Second Nature by Stalking Gia. Thank you. <laughs> I needed that. Oh my god. <laughs> so I thought this song was in C sharp major, but turns out I'm wrong. What is it actually? It's actually in F sharp major, or more commonly known as G flat major. The way I guess keys is just by finding like what I think is a bass note, but mm-hmm. I must have. I must have gotten the wrong one. That's the interesting thing is that it's not necessarily the wrong note, but rather what you were hearing was the melody and the bass line. So the melody and the bass line actually doesn't play an F sharp at any point. It starts with a C sharp, which is what you heard. So it starts going like wang, and then you kind of just hear it in the background the entire time. That C sharp, but that、yeah. C sharp is not the key, but rather the fifth above that tonic key. Oh my god! So the tonic, or rather the key, is F sharp. That's the home base. Yeah. Think of C sharp as kind of like the walls that hold up the bass.、Mm. They're still they're like the second most important note after the tonic,、okay. but not the most important. But that's the note that you keep hearing. It goes. And then that thing repeats the entire time.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you I, think it's in C sharp because that note keeps、yeah. popping up, but it's not. Okay. I cannot really describe the palette properly because I can't see the color. It's just something in my head, and especially because like I'm not even a visual person. I'm more of an audio type of person, so it's really hard for me to describe things that I'm looking at or even visualizing. So it's like it's mostly purple, but then there's maybe forty percent green. I have no idea where it pops in. I don't know. If it's like overlapping the purple, or if it's like spilling into it, I I can't really imagine it. It's just in my head. It's purple and green,、hmm. and that could be something the- to do with how you associate the how much music you listen to, right? Because usually, most people will listen to songs in. D major, A major, the ones that are very popular, like the ones you、yeah. played at the beginning, and for、yeah. those ones you have very definitive colors, singular colors for them, right?、Mm-hmm. Whereas for F sharp major, not a lot of people perform in F sharp major. Not a lot of people、yeah. write for F sharp major. There's six sharps in it. That's so many sharps. No one、oh、wants to、God. play that many that, sharps. That just takes me back to like being in school band and like、mm-hmm. wanting to cry if I ever saw something like that. Yeah, you would cry if there's something more than four sharps. Most people do.、Yeah. So if there's six of them, well, it's not like you can even flip to the other side because F sharp major is the same as G flat major. That has six flats. <laughs> so、Jeez. either way. It's a lot of、um, not. It's not a very popular key to compose in、yeah. for more of these pop songs. That might be why, because you haven't heard of it so often. What you do hear, your brain try and associates it with other things that you're more familiar with, which would have been the other chords in the song, and then、mm. they might have been associated with different colors. Yeah, that's just yeah. a theory. Okay, who knows? Sick. Yeah. The other thing that really confuses me about this palette that I have is、mm. that there are a bunch of other songs in my in my palette of、um, grape songs 
And I'm pretty sure they're all in different keys. So the song that we had before was Second Nature, and that was in F sharp or G flat major. But then this one, this is Dope by BTS. And I don't... Wait a minute, actually, that might be... Is this related? Sounds like it's a C sharp. C sharp, yeah. Mm. So there's that. And then there's this one. This is Something to Believe in by Young the Giant. And this is this just, it feels so different to me, but it's still the same colors. It's still purple and green. And I just don't get it. But I do love this song. Oh my god. This is one of my favorite bands. I'm gonna use this tiny little segment to just recommend all the music I love. <laughs> is this related at all? Like in terms of like intervals or um I'm trying to figure out what the key is. Yeah, I don't even know what it is to be honest. Like my I wanna guess like a G sharp or something, but I don't even know what that means. G sharp is a note that I'm very not familiar with. I mean it has G sharp in it, but like yeah. that's not the key. Yeah. I wanna say it's E flat. E flat minor? Oh. Yeah. D sharp minor, E flat minor, yeah. Is that in any way related to what we were listening to before? So F sharp major is the relative major to D sharp minor. Okay. So they are related, yeah. So they're related keys. Oh. Alright. So they have and the then, same number of sharps. What about this? This is All Day and Night by Jack Jones. So in my head, this is like a slightly different shade of purple, but there is still green in there, and that's why I put it in my playlist. And I don't know what key it's in, but I just know that it's different to the other ones. Yeah, so this one, this one is in C sharp. Minor. Oh, it is again? Oh, C minor. Sharp minor yeah. Oh, that's so weird. So it's C sharp, yes. Just yeah. C sharp minor. Okay. Which is weird because C sharp major and C sharp minor are in the same playlist here, but then my D major and D minor colors are completely off. That's pretty normal as well. Huh. Like, again, it's a lesser known key, I would say. You would hear more yeah. things that are different in D minor and D major than different kinds of C sharp. Okay. Like, previously, in the olden times, and I say olden times as in, in the before 1900s, uh -huh. music, each key actually had their own personality. Oh. Yeah, because the way that the music is written, right now music is evenly divided between 13 notes on the keyboard, right? Once you go through yeah. 13, you go back, you start again. So it goes A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then it goes back to A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? Yeah. But you can't actually physically divide the notes, the sound like that. Um, because the way sound works, it's going to be a really long physics lesson. Do you want me to talk about it? <laughs> Oof. Can you summarize it in two sentences or just... Sound is generated by multiple waves. And the wavelengths is how we get pitch. But pitch does not divide evenly into 13. Oh my god. Or rather 12, sorry. Why did I say 13? Oh yeah. I meant 12. Yeah. Uh, pitch does not divide evenly into 12. So 
when you hear songs from before 1900s, each pitch is slightly off from the previous、oh. ones in different ways, which generates the key colors of different feels. So C major was identified as innocence, purity. I feel that. Whereas、yeah. E flat major is identified as nobleness, and then G minor is a really depressing key, the key of、oh. utter sadness. Whereas C minor could be a little bit more languishing, a little bit more longing. Okay. These are all words that people tried to use to describe the different kinds of feelings that majors and minors give people. But then, in the 1900s, came a different way of tuning music, where instead of having all those pitches being different, you make every one of them equally wrong. <laughs> What? So they're、okay. all equally off by a twelfth of the twelfth. They're all equally off by a little bit of a twelfth. Okay, and that's called equal temperament. Oh, I've heard this before. Yes. Oh my god, it's 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 the freaking music theory channels. When you get into this niche of YouTube where it's like all music theory and they're explaining these things, I appreciate it for about two minutes. But then, if they explain any further, my brain、mm-hmm. doesn't know enough to understand what、mm-hmm. they're talking about. Maybe this just means that I got I got to take some lessons from you one day. <laughs> <laughs> you can teach me more about music theory. Sure. We'll have a masterclass、sure. along with the other people in our club. Let's let's play the last song of the night. So I don't I don't know if you remember, but you you said something about oh yeah it was it was Amy Beach right so her、mm-hmm. piece where you said that yeah so A minor was black and、mm-hmm. C major was white and they have the same scale, correct? They have the same notes. Yes. So my version of A minor is very rusty, like a like a just the color of rust. My version of C major is a really like beige, like wheat color. So it's they're similar for me, but they were really different for Amy Beach.、Um, and the last song that I'm gonna play for tonight is a song by Fleetwood Mac. I got this song from my friend Kira, who I have mentioned a couple of times. I think this is one of her favorites, and this is my favorite song by them. And it's just one of the most perfect examples of my wheat color. I, I don't even know how to describe this. It's like a light brown, but it's not just brown. Would you call it flaxen? <laughs> I mention it because there's a piece called、um, "The Girl with the Flaxen." Well, girl、hair. with the flaxen hair. And yeah, every single time I play it, I'm like, if I play this wrong, will she turn into a redhead? <laughs> oh my god, I'm looking up flaxen right now. It's close, less yellow, but it is that vibe. I'll, I'll call it flaxen next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Before I end the show, I just want to say thank you to all of you for listening. And Tian, thank you so much for sitting here with me for a little over an hour, for sitting through the technical difficulties, and also、hey. just just chatting about all of this stuff. Hey, it was、yeah. fun. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Next week, I do have another guest, and we're going to be talking about something that's quite relatable for all of us. It's it's music that reminds you of someone else. There might be a little bit of tea spilling, so stay tuned for that.、Ooh. I actually never managed to plug my show throughout the whole night, except for like one moment. So I'm going to do it here again. If you enjoyed this, go check out Rings a Bell. It is Rings a Bell Radio on.
on Facebook and also Rings a Bell Radio on Instagram. And there is also playlists that get released if you want to listen to the music again. And if you can't make it to every single recording, there is the podcast version, which I post on Facebook. It was fun recording this and I hope you enjoyed listening to this. This is Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. Good night. Sweet dreams. Oh, that's a good pun. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one. <laughs> and now I took it. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tian. We can just jam out to the song. Hey. I still don't know what a Fleetwood Mac is. I don't know either, actually. Does it mean anything? I don't know. What is a Fleetwood? What is a Mac? <laughs> oh, okay. Fleetwood is a town within Lancashire, England. Okay, what what does what does Fleetwood frick Mac mean? Oh, 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 oh. Wait, no. So Mac is short for McVee. Nah. Ah, it's the last names. Oh, so there's a there's a person called Mick Fleetwood and there's a person called John McVee. They took McVee, shortened it to Mac, and combined them. That's it. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know who those people are. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, Green wanted to stay out of the spotlight, which is why he named the band after the rhythm section. Ah, mm. I see. Have you heard of the well-tempered clavier? The what? The well-tempered clavier. No, what is that? So it's a set of songs, uh, one in each key, two in each key, Mm -hmm. and it was written in the well-tempered tuning system. And the well-tempered tuning system means that every single key has a different sound, right? Oh, okay. So essentially what it means is that if you played that song that was written in C major in a different key in like for It'll example sound... G major or E flat major it would sound completely different oh my god mm. actually that's wild I can bring you to the I have my keyboard the keyboard has the well temperament tuning system in it and you can very oh yeah because you can it. just change the frequency yeah oh my god that's wild yeah do you want to hear it <laughs> okay all right let me see if I can um how do also I do this? Mm-hmm. before before you continue i have i have a i have an idea mm-hmm. all right what is this well-tempered sound all right uh my computer's charging but that's okay i can just bring it over <laughs> oh my god ouch okay all right um first of all can you hear this uh, let me turn up the volume. Yep. Yeah, you can. Can hear it. Okay. Yeah. So, what does that sound like? General that's, speaking. That's C major. Yeah, C major. Very straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. And then how about? Hmm. Let's go with this one because I always hate that sound. Still C major, right? Yeah. Now, what's this one? Right. Or actually, uh, wait. Uh, how about this? What does this sound like? 
God, I can think of songs that are in that key, but I cannot think of the key itself. Mm. I like <laughs> like there's a- there's one song that I know that is in that key. It's called Hallelujah by Haim, and I was learning it. And all I remember is that the caper was on the first fret, mm. and I was playing a G chord, but so it would have yeah. been a G sharp. So correct. I want to say G sharp. You're correct. Yeah. Sick. Now listen to this G sharp. Can you stop your Spotify for a second? Oh yes. Sorry, did it keep playing? Yes. <laughs> Oopsie. There we go. I still hear. Oh, there we go. Cool. So, you say this is G sharp, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what is this? Still G sharp, right? Yeah. But do you hear the difference between this and like oh. does the does the chord sound different? And then how about this one? Oh, that went really dissonant. Yeah, but it's still the it's still the same chord. I'm still playing the same notes. What happened? So I changed the te- uh, I changed the tuning from equal temperament, which is this one, to pure wow. major. And the thing about pure major temperament is that it will make the notes in C all very clean against each other. So this sounds very clean, very pure, all in tune, yeah. right? Yeah. But because um, of the way that tuning systems work, C is in tune to G, and then the G would be in tune to D, and then D to A, so on and so forth. And then you keep going, and that's the circle of fifth, right? right. But yeah. then you get to you get to B, and then B is in tune to F sharp, and then you just keep going further, Whoa. and now that's when it starts getting a little bit out of tune, right? Yeah, that last pl- note you played just sounded really like wonky. Not not quite there, right? Yeah. And then here, right Ooh. there. Yeah. So with pure major, what they do is, because you can't divide the sound evenly into 12 notes, they choose a couple of them to be really out of tune so that the rest of them can be in tune. So that's pure major tuning. And then there's a couple of other ones. So there's Pythagorean, there's um, Workmeister. <laughs> mean tone etc and all those uh-huh. essentially just change how the ratio of how many of them are in tune to each other relative mm. to other ones so mean tone that chord what does this chord sound like i want to say c sharp yeah c sharp but does it sound like it's an in tune c sharp no no it sounds really like a broken piano right yeah it does a little bit yeah, and that's because C sharp would be like relative to the G sharp. The C sharp and the G sharp aren't in tune to each other. And then relative to that, that third between the C sharp and the E sharp is too wide. So if you listen to the C to the E, the way you would describe it is that they're kind of in tune, right? Mm-hmm. And then this one the distance between the two frequencies are a little bit wider. And sound is essentially broken down into hertz, hertz, cycles per second, right? Yeah. So you can actually quantify the exact amount of distance, how wide they are. Oh my god. So then in equal temperament, instead of having some notes be super off, 
they just have all the notes be slightly off. <laughs> to the point that you don't really notice it. Oh yeah. So now this is in tune again. Whereas, sorry, that's too wide. Back in the old days, I think, um, so Bach? Wait, was it Bach? Yeah, I think it was Bach. Back in the old days, they actually had a couple of different ways of trying to figure it out. So they would like mm -hmm. add an extra note on the keyboard or add a couple of extra notes inside the song. Uh, what? As in like outside of the general CDFGAB scale? Uh, sort of. Huh. Back in the old days. So Bach was from the 1650s, where he was born then. And instead of A, B, C, D, F, G, there was one more. There was an H note, which oh, I think yeah, we call B flat now. Okay. But because Bach was B-A-C-H, that's how you spell his name, oh. he wrote a song. That was like B, A, C, and an H, which... What the hell? Yeah. And I think they're called the Enigma Canon. I forgot. It's been like a decade since I took my music theory. <laughs> Man. It's amazing that you can still remember some of it, though. Crab Canon. Is that <laughs> what it's called? Or was it Art of Fugue? I don't remember. It's been a while. Maybe it was Crab Cannon. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Four cannons, Crab Cannon? No. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways. Point being, music is a very relative. Let's see. What's another one that's really obvious? That one sounds funny. Yeah, so it sounds funny, right? Because yeah. the frequencies aren't aligned. This sounds fine. It's that one particular note. Yeah, yeah I don't like that one either. Hmm. So does that mean that like the stuff that we think sounds dissonant these days would not have sound would not have been considered that way in the past? Oh no, it would it would have still sounded dissonant. If anything, oh. it would have sounded even more. So back in the old days, there were certain chords and intervals that people had to avoid because they were called like devil's interval. So that's the tritone, the So that's the note that's not quite a dominant, but also not quite the subdominant. Essentially, the diminished fifth very unpopular called the devil's interval and then music writing conventions back in the classical era it was you can't start a note you can't start a run with a dissonant note so for example in mozart he would write that song right and then there would be parts where instead of writing in an eighth note, he would write it in as a grace note, which is kind of like the little ornamentations that are in small font. Yeah. 
but he would mean that you play it as an eighth note, but it's just written as a grace note because he kind of had to. So yeah, this is where the episode ends. Um, cuts off a bit suddenly because I had a bit of a technical difficulty and so we had to quickly sort that out but yes if you're still here for some reason I hope you enjoyed that little ditty about um, music theory with Tian thank you again to Tian for being with me on this show um, and yes hope you enjoyed listening see you I want to say next week but you I know it'll be a different time see you when I see you or I'll catch you when I catch you You'll listen to me when you listen to me. Bye.